I'm Daria Rose, and this is The Foodist Podcast, where real people use real food to get healthy and lose weight without dieting. Hello, friends and foodists. I'm Daria Rose, and you're listening to The Foodist Podcast. Today's guest is Roger, and not only is Roger our first guest with a Y chromosome, which I'm very excited about, but also he has a story that I think a lot of us can relate to. It is not a fast story of rapid weight loss and amazing success. He starts really slowly, just being prompted by his Apple Watch to move a little more and be a little more active. And it eventually snowballs into eating better. And he gets on the scale one day and realizes that he's lost 26 pounds in a year and barely noticed it. And actually, he says he feels like he's just getting started. So I think it's really inspiring. I think you can get a lot of great tips from him. And I hope you enjoy. Hey, Roger, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Why don't you start by giving us a little background on your history with dieting and weight loss? All right. That sounds like a great, a great place to start. Um, so I guess if we go back kind of to the, uh, the, the very early years of Roger, <clears throat> when I grew up, I, I grew up in a family that was pretty, pretty typical American family. My mom and, you know, my mom and dad cooked at home and things like that. But we, we did eat a lot of processed food and we ate out quite a bit. I, uh, spent my youth kind of going from skate park to skate park and picking up tacos and, and hamburgers along the way. And I didn't really have much interest or any concern about my health or what I was eating. And at the, when I was younger, it didn't really matter, I guess, because, um, you know, I was pretty active and just didn't, wasn't realizing the consequences of what I was doing to my body at that time. Um, Amazing like how that mo- works, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like most of us, uh, eventually it kind of caught up to me. And that happened for me shortly after I got married. And I ended up putting on probably at one point maybe 40 pounds um, pretty shortly within about a year after we got married. How long ago was and, that? Um, that was uh, coming up on eight years ago. Okay. So... That was really new for me. I had um, kind of just fallen into habits of school and eating out a lot. I had a job that I was pretty sedentary, so I was just sitting most of the day. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of crept up on me. Um, and I realized, you know, at, at one point, I think I realized at work, um, I can remember having to crawl under a, t- a table for something. And just my gut was kind of hanging over pretty bad. And um, I knew that there was something going on. So like, this used to be uh, easy without my gut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> I would say since that time, just, you know, in broad terms, I've tried several different diets and I've lost, you know, 30, 40 pounds, 20 pounds multiple times oh. as an adult. Mm-hmm but I always gained it back. What kind of diets were you trying? Just curious. So I've tried, um, if, if you can read about it on the internet, which I guess is most of them, but, um, I've tried all kinds. I did slow carb for a while. I did paleo for a while. I did kind of, if it meets my macros combined with intermittent fasting and that kind of thing. And 
um, just counting calories or whatever, you know, you name it. I've probably experimented with it at some point. And why do you think that they didn't really work? I mean, obviously they worked temporarily, yeah. but what do you think was the problem? I think, um, I think the problem was that they were really, uh, what I was doing, um, kind of encouraged instant gratification. So I would lose like 75% of the weight in, in a month or sometimes even less than that, wow. you know, 20, 20 pounds would come off in three weeks or four weeks. And so, you know, that was really exciting at first, mm -hmm. but I would spend the next two to four months just kind of suffering to stick to the diet and to eat certain types of foods. And I would inevitably kind of just go back to my old ways and spend the next six or nine months just going back to where I was. So, um, with an extra dose of guilt and shame yeah. in there too. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> And it really, it really felt, you know, I've always, um, thinking back on it, I just, it, I think it was all the restrictions, you know, whatever the diet is, there's typically, um, eat this, don't eat that, uh, that kind of thing. And sometimes, um, I think the rules were getting in the way for me and, and it was just making it hard to stick to something long-term. And I, and, you know, I think I learned some, some good things from trying those diets, you know, the paleo diet definitely encourages eating real food and, and whole foods and stuff like that. And, um, I learned how to, I learned, I took some things away from it, but I think it was just for me, um, um, having kind of that all or nothing in place, I think made it so I couldn't be successful with it. Totally. Yeah. And I, th I actually, I think that's a really good point that, you know, when you're on the like anti-diet or I'm on the anti-diet kick, um, it's easy to forget that there actually is some, a little bit of an advantage of having at least tried some diets because you, you do learn, you know, when I, I, I dieted for so long, I mean, some, so something I never had to learn from the beginning. I mean, I understand portions extremely well. Like I know exactly mm -hmm. what half a half a cup of grains looks like, you know, and that just, right. that came from just tracking my food for so long. So there's definitely some advantage there because especially in America, the portions are so huge. Like, and what, what is normal, like what we, what normal people consider normal is totally abnormal. Um, but a, a diet sort of brings you back into like reality. And it's like, actually you're supposed to be eating these sorts of portions. Um, actually that, healthy yogurt has 30 grams of sugar, you know, um, things yeah. like that. So yeah, yeah I, I appreciate you bringing that up, but you're right. It doesn't, the all or nothing mentality tends to end up in the side of nothing usually. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, okay. So, so you did that and, and now you struggled with that for a few years. It sounds like, cause you would go up and down with the 20, 30 pounds. Yeah. Yeah, I did that. And, um, I think, so, uh, um, what what ended up happening is the last i guess diet that i was on was kind of a a strict paleo or i was trying to be pretty strict on a paleo diet and i had done that for about 6 months or so um and it it worked okay it, you know obviously it was working good i i was at a weight at that time that i'm pretty much at right now um but i was starting to get really just um it was it was getting really really hard mm -hmm. to to focus and to just only eat these certain you know these certain things and you know can't eat can't eat whatever um, and that was it was starting to get really hard and it's funny because 
it all kind of came to a head at, um, with some life changes that we, we went through. So my wife and I sold our house a couple of years ago and, um, it sold really quickly. We weren't planning on it selling, but within about, <laughs> within about three weeks we were homeless basically. <laughs> and surprise. <clears throat> yep. And, and, uh, I ended up, we ended up living in my childhood bedroom for a couple of months, just sleeping on a mattress. It was pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> but that, that made it, you know, that those changes were a little bit stressful. Um, we got out of our normal day to day routine. We didn't, I mean, we had a kitchen, but, um, we were kind of living, you know, just living as guests in my parents' house and just, that's where I think it started to go downhill the last, the last time. And that was about the time that Foodist came out. And I think I, I got the book pretty shortly after it came out. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um, I have these, uh, I have this memory of reading, reading the book, just laying on a mattress in my bedroom that I grew up in, you know, and, um, and, and really having it ring, kind of ring true to, what I was feeling at the time, um, just talking about, um, you don't have to restrict anything. There are definitely certain things that you want to focus on and eat more of, mm. but you know, that kind of hit home. And I, I just knew, um, I was kind of fed up at that time, you know, fed up with the paleo diet or any diet in general. Um, and I just knew the next time I, I would have to change, it would have to be a, a change that I could sustain long term. And it would have to be something I knew for me that required that I could do things and eat things that um, that maybe weren't always considered healthy or whatever. Um, and and so that kind of that kind of rang true to me. Um, but the next two years ended up kind of being a, a downward a downward spiral of just um, we moved we found a home we moved into it but we were remodeling during the, as we were living there. And we probably went, uh, nine months or so without a kitchen. Um, <laughs> that makes it hard to create cooking habits. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really hard. And we, <clears throat> we started eating out just a lot and, and, um, it wasn't, you know, going to the good restaurants. It was, I would be up late working on a project on the house and we would just get what was ever, whatever was easiest. Yeah, so, it's, it's really tough. Like, that's the thing about eating out often. It's like, you're not going to the, like, farm-to-table places every night and having, yeah. like, a three-course dinner with a, one and a half glasses of wine. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a thing. And it's really hard to break that habit, um, well, especially without a kitchen. But in general, oh, yeah. you have this momentum. And when you're tired at the end of the night, like, cooking, if you're not in the habit of cooking, it sounds like a lot of work. It does. And it was, it was honestly, it was overwhelming. Um, I had gotten to a point where, you know, I had, pro I had pretty much gained 30 pounds back and was close to one of my max weights, um, about 10 pounds away from one of my max weights. Um, and it was just so used to eating out and eating junk food and not exercising and, it, it really felt overwhelming to get back on track, but I knew that I, you know, I knew that I always wanted to, I knew that long-term I didn't want to, um, to have my lifestyle and my health style, I guess, uh, be that way. So, so you had like foodist in the back of your mind, but it wasn't <clears throat> yep. really in play. 
Yeah, you were there just kind of um, hanging out, reminding Probably me. Probably rubbing what you on the back, do. being like, you know what? <laughs> it's cool. Like, this is a hard time, but we'll, we'll, we'll get it back. We'll get it back. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so what, what, what changed? So, um, you know, things settled down, obviously. We got, we got moved in. The kitchen got finished, and life went back to normal, so to speak. Um, the first thing I, that I changed actually wasn't around what I was eating. It was more around some of the neat um, principles that you talk about, so non, you know, non-activity exercise. And, um, so just moving that was, more throughout your day. Just, yeah, just moving Walking more. and more, there, taking the stairs, stuff like that. Yep, exactly. So, um, I, what happened is I ended up getting a, an Apple watch and that, you know, I'm kind of a, a nerd and <laughs> bought it more for the tech gadget side, but I did find it was really, mo- uh, motivating, um, to just get me to move a little bit more. So, you know, stand up at least once every hour or, or get 30 minutes of exercise above a brisk walk and, um, just filling those, filling in those rings for anyone that has an Apple watch was, was pretty motivating for me. Cool. And it, it got me out. Um, it got me out exercising or just, you know, walking more. And, um, one of the other things that, that, uh, helped early on was we did get an, we have two dogs. Um, and we got a, we, when we got our second dog kind of right around this time, she was getting old enough that we could take her on, I could take her on longer walks. Um, and we just started going on these really long walks for an hour or two hours sometimes. And I would, you know, listen to audiobooks or podcasts and just started walking and being, um, more, more active. And that, that translated into me going w- on walks during lunch breaks at work and that kind of thing. So Interesting. So uh, that sounds actually like I would love to go for a long walk with my dog and listen to an audio book right now. It sounds pretty yeah. enjoyable. Did you like it? Oh yeah, I, I, I loved it. You know, it, it was kind of my favorite to go out, um, just before the sun goes down kind of at dusk, you know, and just, mm-hmm. it was a new neighborhood. So just kind of exploring all the streets around and just walking and, and listening and, and, uh, you know, the dogs liked it as well. So it was, it was definitely a good thing for and me. At the time, were you thinking, I'm ex- like, I'm exercising to get in shape? Is that sort of like, what was the mental place there? Cause I know that the reason I ask is cause I know that a lot of people are like walking, that's not exercise. I need to be running four times a week. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I guess my, my, my mental state on it, on it was, this is just getting me, this, this is to get me moving and active again. Um, I, uh, I remember, I do remember specifically like thinking, you know, I hate, you know, I hate quote unquote exercising. So I'm, I've got to figure out, um, something else that I can do. And I started, you know, I would start walking really fast. And so I probably looked a little bit ridiculous, kind of like a power <laughs> walker. Um, but I did, it did my, I think my mindset was really, you know, th- that I was getting exercise, um, in a way that didn't make me have to go to the gym, yeah. which I'll talk about in a second. I actually have joined a gym since and really have come to enjoy that. But, um, I love your mindset though, because it's, it's, you know, you were self-aware, 
you know, and it's like saying to yourself, I don't like normal formal exercise. And I, I've been there too. Like there was a time where there was nothing I hated more than running. And, yeah. um, the, when I first started running, it was like, I would run like four blocks and then run home. Um, and then eventually I ended up running three marathons, but you don't yeah. know where your mindset's going to end up, but being self-aware of what you're capable of now and just starting, just meeting yourself where you are. Yeah, for sure. I love it. Good job. And yeah, that was, oh, thanks. That was, uh, that was definitely, that, that's kind of been the mindset throughout the whole thing is just taking it in small, um, small steps. I, you know, I did lose probably about five pounds just from, just from walking more over a couple months. Um, it was different. And, and this time has been very different because I wasn't losing like a, a huge amount of weight in, in a month. Right. Um, so it was a lot more of a slow process. Um, but, but you knew you were I, on track still? I knew I was on track. Yeah. I knew I was on track cause I was seeing some results and, and then just doing that motivated me to do more things. Um, so one of the other things that I, I feel like helped for, for us getting back in the track, back on track for getting more in the kitchen and, and that kind of thing, you know, like I said, it felt really, really overwhelming mm. to, uh, get a grocery list and go to the store and then start cooking and all that stuff. And someone at the time sent us one of these, uh, boxes, you know, the boxes of food that come with all the ingredients and you basically just cook the, follow the recipe and, oh, and yeah, you, don't, yeah. you don't, you don't have to go to the store or anything. And the food seemed decently healthy, I guess. But more than that, it was like, we just cooked again. We were back cooking in the kitchen and we did that, for a little while, um, and that really helped to form the habit of of eating at home mm -hmm. and not eating out so much. And I love that. Uh, I lo you know, it's like it's one of those things where it's yeah, it's not like yeah, you're not cooking from scratch. But sometimes you need a little help, you know. Yeah. And you're right. The most important part is that like no matter what you're doing in the kitchen, the, the the most important part is that it doesn't sound crazy to go in there. Yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, we kind of did it as a team that, you know, most people don't like, some people don't like cooking, some people don't like cleaning. And at first we had uh, a little agreement between us that, um, whoever cooked, uh, didn't have to clean up or vice versa. And we kind of alternated. Yeah. And, but you know, what ended up being the best part of it is we ended up just cooking and doing the whole thing together um, towards the end. And that, that was really nice. It made it, um, it turned it into a time where it didn't seem like cooking was a chore. It, it was a time for us to come home from work and just talk and talk about our day and spend some time together. And, you know, before you knew it, the meal was made. And then before you knew it, all the dishes were done and I love it. Um, hanging out in the kitchen. Yeah. It went pretty quick, but that, that helped get us on the right track. And then, and then, you know, get us cooking our own food and that kind of thing. And, and that was pretty helpful, I thought. Fantastic. So how long was it? You just had the box, uh, for, was it like Blue, Blue Apen or something like that? Did you have it, like was it a regular subscription that you were doing? We had it for a little while. Um, after we got the first box, um, we had it for a little while. But, you know, eventually um, moved on to... Uh, to cook, you know, to go into the store and, and getting our own, uh, produce and, and food and cooking, but, um, probably a couple months, um, it, it helped for sure. Did you feel like you already knew how to cook or do you feel like that 
going through that process sort of taught you how to cook? It taught me, I, I, uh, my wife would say I'm a cook and she would say I'm a good cook and she's probably just being nice. I do like cooking, um, when, you know, when I can finally get into it and if I have something, you know, tasty that I want to make, I can get into it and, and get excited about it. But I did learn a lot actually from, from Blue Apron or HelloFresh. I think we did both of them. Yeah. Um, so I, I learned a lot. The one thing that was interesting is with every, every box, there would always be recipe cards and, but there would also be, um, like a cooking tips, uh, thing. Yeah. And then you could also go into the app and it would teach you how to, uh, you know, what's the best way to, uh, slice an onion or whatever. Um, and I remember this one time my wife was always complaining that her hands smelled from peeling and cutting garlic or whatever. And, and I was looking at the app one day and there was a little video that said, it was like how to peel garlic without making your hands stink. So, you know, we learned a lot, um, from it. I think just little tricks, um, along the way. That's awesome. Is it smashing yeah. it with the side of the knife? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pro tip. Yep. Fantastic. So you started cooking at home and, and what, how did that go? Did you notice any difference in the rest of your life? For sure. Um, yeah. Uh, so it, uh, a couple things, uh, you know, on the, on the weight side, I did lose, I ended up losing about five more pounds. Um, and again, this is over probably a six month period. So I'm down 10 pounds in six months versus being down 10 pounds in two weeks. Right. Um, which sounds great if you really want to lose 10 pounds, but anybody, if you like, if you like get, tell them like, okay, I can get you to lose 10 pounds. It's going to take six months. They're like, Oh, this yeah. is not fast enough. Yep, like, that's exactly. not a real, that's not a real plan. <laughs> you get conditioned to think that you need, you know, instant results, yeah, but that really just, a month. So yeah. it sounds so small. It just sets you up for, at least it set me up for failure long-term and you kind of start, uh, relying on this. I think, I think you even mentioned this in foodist, but it's always like in the back of your head, you're like, well, I could go back and I ate this way for two weeks once and lost 15 pounds. So I could always do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it just didn't, you know, it doesn't, bring long-term results from my experience. So and it backfires. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's what people don't understand is that actually you're screwing yourself because it, it, like you set up all these bad mindsets and these yep. terrible habits and you, st- you, most people develop binging habits and all sorts of yep. bad stuff. So all that, uh, that happened, all of that, all of the above. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, but there were other, um, I think there were other positive things from cooking. Like I said, my wife and I were spending more time together and it was just kind of enjoyable. So it made it, uh, it was fun. Um, so I did lose, I I lost some weight and, and I think that kind of brought me to a point about six months ago where, you know, I was walking more and I was just, I was hiking. I would go on these pretty long hikes with the dogs on, on the weekends. Um, but I did feel like I kind of plateaued at a certain point, you know, I was, uh, down about 10 pounds and it had stayed that way for a little while. And, and that's when I actually got back into going to the gym again. Um, and that has been a, this time around has been a a quite different experience for me than any other, um, gym experience. Uh, I don't, I've had several 
gym memberships to different types of gyms and I've probably never really worked out consistently for more than three or four months. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, it's been, it's been different for me, um, this time for sure. Um, yeah, let's talk about that more. Like what, why did you decide to start going back to the gym? It sounds like you already were fairly active, but like, it, like why was it okay this time? I, I think that as I started seeing some changes, you know, slowly but surely, um, and being more active, I just, uh, I did, I just formed a desire to, um, to push myself a little bit more. Um, it just, I, and I wasn't, you know, I, I think I felt like I was at a point where I wasn't gonna, I mean, I probably could have continued to lose weight, but, um, I, I think I felt like I just kind of needed to step it up a little bit. Um, and, and I, and you were ready for that and I was ready for it. Yeah. I, um, I had done, you know, all the walking and stuff. It just got me more in a mindset of wanting to, uh, wanting to be more active. So, um, energy levels after you sort of changed, started eating more at home and like being more active. Was that, do you think that had any effect at all? Yeah, definitely. Um, energy levels for sure, you know, increase. I actually don't, it's, it's weird for the most part. I don't really ever feel tired on a normal day. Um, I've, I've been able to, you know, I go to work and I feel energized. I don't kind of fall into the after work, um, lunch slump. Did you used Um, to, or, or have you never been like that? No, I totally used to. Um, but you know, part of that might've been what I would go eat at lunch um, kind of puts you, sets you up to feel that way, um, eating something pretty heavy, but, um, I did, I, I I mean, I feel, I feel pretty energetic and and I feel, I just feel good. Um, I don't feel, um, you know, I don't feel tired for the most part and I'm able to sleep really well. So that's been kind of a nice thing. Um, kind of that side of the equation has been really good as far as, um, energy and sleeping and that kind of stuff. I bet it makes it easier to go to the gym as well, because, you know, when the gym sounds like this huge thing you have to do, that's going to be exhausting and you're already tired. Yeah. It's like no way. For sure. So, uh, uh, yeah, a couple, a couple thoughts on that. I think, um, one of the things for me was finding why I think I've been successful, more successful with the gym this time. It was finding the right time of day for me to work out. And, um, you know, you, you can read things online that says, this is the best time of day. First thing when you wake up, or this is the best time of day. And what it really came down to was I just found a time that I felt best when I would work out. Um, and for me that ended up actually just being right after work on the way home. Um, uh, not too late to where I was getting home and having to cook dinner super late, but you know, right around six o'clock go in, don't go home first. Cause I found that that would kind of derail me for sure. Um, nice. so yeah, good observation. <laughs> yeah. Bring all the stuff, um, bring all the clothes in the car and, and just be ready to go. Um, but the, uh, the other thing is, is, um, I think my, my mentality towards exercise changed a little bit and also kind of the, 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 uh, um, the way the approach of the gym that I'm going to is a little bit different. Um, 
than what I had done before. You know, I, like I said, I had done, you know, your typical spa gym, your big box gym. I had done boot camp, um, different renditions on CrossFit and that kind of thing. And um, they, uh, I found that when I had a like a big box gym, it was really hard to be motivated to to go. Um, but then on the flip side, some of these other more intense workouts were just so hard that it felt like it was really discouraging because um, it never seemed to get easier. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and then you just always felt after every workout that you had just totally pushed yourself too hard and uh, were sore I think for they days. Do that on purpose. Yeah, I know they do. I know, but. It it just for you know at least for me that was not very uh, not not a good thing. So um, you know where where I where I work out now they they kind of it is group classes which I find I do find motivating um, and a little bit more fun but um, the focus is more on elevating to or doing a workout to what your where your body's telling you to be um, and focusing on how you feel and you actually wear a heart rate monitor while you work out mm. and can kind of keep an eye on it um, and and you know if you know you spent too much time with your heart rate up above 90% maybe you just need to back it down or you know you can kind of keep an eye on where you're at and that that was really helpful um, because I felt like I could go to the I could go to the gym and I could kind of keep an eye on what I was doing. And I, I, I knew that, um, I was getting in a good workout, but if I needed to pull it, pull it back, I didn't feel bad about that. Yeah. Um, uh, cause I could see, I could kind of see where, where I was at. So again, um, you it, sort of had permission to, to, to listen to your body and, and, yeah. and know, and just find where you're comfortable and can still make yeah. progress. That's great. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but the other thing, around exercise that changed for me is so I've been going I've been working out probably for about seven months now um going at at least four times a week which has never happened um for me um sometimes most of the time I actually go five times a week um but I started looking at the exercise differently as well um it wasn't something you know, in the, in the past and growing up when I was younger, uh, like I said, I kind of was a skate park kid and, um, but I did have these spurts where I'd be like, Oh, and hanging out with my friends that played football, like I'm going to get buff. I'm going to go to the gym with you guys. I'm going to get ripped and it's going to be awesome. And, um, I guess in a way that's always how I viewed the gym. It was something that I would, I did it to go lose weight or so that I could, um, my body could look good or whatever. Um, and that changed for me a little bit. That's obviously a great um, result that comes from working out. But um, I noticed, again, because things were going more slowly working out, I had been working out for like two or three months and I had lost um, maybe another five pounds or whatever. And it, uh, I had to change the the motivation for why I was going. I started realizing, though, that I felt really, really good um, after workouts in particularly. And, um, so it, it, I started focusing more on the mental, um, impact that it was having. It was relieving a lot of stress. I was just feeling better, had more energy and that kind of thing. Um, and I didn't have a 
you know, a focus on, I need to do 200 crunches cause I want to get a six pack. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even care at this point. I don't really care if I have a six pack or if I'm ripped or anything. Um, it's more about how I feel and, and wanting to just be, um, take care of my body. Fantastic. I, you just like nailed like the Holy grail of <laughs> maintaining a workout habit. People <laughs> who go all the time, like people think people who don't go to the gym and hate it, like old you and old me think that people who go all the, to the gym all the time are either crazy born differently <laughs> or, yep. or just sort of have like in like, infinite willpower yeah but the truth is we just go crazy if we don't get yeah. exercise in and i heard you know you you definitely hear people say that like i need to go work out and um i just thought that wasn't me that wasn't in my 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 uh genes or whatever i just that, that wasn't that wasn't my personality but um that has changed and you know obviously there are days that i don't really want to go um but i always feel good afterwards um and, and having the habits in place of going directly after work and, you know, I always pack my gym bag at night and put it in the car. <laughs> at, so it's, it's just ready to go. There's not an excuse. Brilliant. Um, Great trigger. To, yeah. Turn around. So. Fantastic. So you've set up, you've set up a system where you've made it so that it's virtually inevitable that you're going to go work out. Like you said, you, yep. you try to work out four days a week, but you usually do all five. Yep. And then, and part of what motivates you to follow through on that is just knowing that how, that when you do, you just feel better. And it's, it's great. Yeah. I wrote, I wrote an article about this, I think last year called, you never regret a workout. Yeah. And it's totally yep. true. There are definitely days where you're like, oh, I'm just, you know, what sounds awesome, like snuggling up on the couch with a pizza, <laughs> but, um, yep. but if, if you had in your plan to go and, and you do, I almost always find like, I feel so much better and a hundred times better than I had, than had I done the pizza thing. Oh, for sure. Cause, yeah. Cause sometimes you do, you know, sometimes you yep. decide to, to not, to give yourself a break and you know, sometimes you need it, but yep. I find that yeah. more often than not, I'm happier if I actually just follow through. So I just tell myself like, you know, just go, just go put yeah. on your clothes, hop on the elliptical or just do something. And then, you know, if you don't, if you feel like you want to leave, you can. Yep. Um, but, but usually what happens is I end up having a great workout and it relieves all that stress I was feeling and cool. For sure. Yeah. yeah. That, that happens to me a lot. I'll, you know, I'll say, Hey, I'm just going to go take it easy today. And sometimes I'll take it easy for, the first half, but I, a lot of times I start feeling pretty good. And one, one other thing is that I've noticed for me is, um, especially on those days when you feel like you would rather just stay home and eat pizza and you have that kind of craving to do that kind of thing. Um, for me working out, I always want to eat, um, better food after I work out. It just kind of triggers that in my brain. Um, I know some people will, struggle because they'll say, Oh, I burned a thousand calories. I can go now I can go eat a, a, a big Mac, but that, that hasn't, that's not the case with me. Usually, um, it's a domino to trigger me to want to do more healthy things after, after I've done a workout. That's awesome. I have a hypothesis about why that is. I think All it's right, because it? you aren't using your workout as sort of a, a punishment to get your body a certain way anymore. Yeah. You know, when, when you're going to the, to work out because you want to feel good and then you actually do feel good, you know, that good food makes you feel good too. Like it's, it's, it's contagious. Whereas if you're using 
a work, the gym is an excuse to be able to eat something bad later. Yeah, you're yeah. going to go crazy later because you For earned sure. it. And now your willpower is gone because you just burned it all at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's for sure what's happening, I feel like, for sure. Well, fantastic. So how, when did all this start and how, how long ago was all this? So it, it was about a year ago and I had the, the it was kind of, it, 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 I, I've probably, I'm probably down about 30 pounds um, wow. at this point. Wow, in a year? Yeah, in a year. And it happened really slowly, but then quickly. Um, and I didn't notice it as much along the way. Um, you know, I was tracking my progress. I definitely was weighing in most days and keeping an eye on where I was. But one of the things was I, especially at first, I knew that kind of my goal weight was 25 to 30 pounds. And that seemed because it was, it was taking a little bit, you know, it wasn't happening. I wasn't getting these instant 15 pound, um, loss right away. It seemed like it was forever away. Mm-hmm. And so I started focusing on just five pounds at a time and, you know, I'd lose, I'd get down to 200 and then I'd get down to 195 and then 190 and 185. And I'm about, I'm about 180 right now, which I thought, um, coincidentally I thought was kind of like if I was 180, I would, be pretty good. And I think there's more to go, um, at this point. Um, but it, so I didn't notice, I mean, I noticed that it was happening, but I didn't notice that I had lost 25 pounds. Um, it was kind of a surprise the other day. I was just, yeah, the, (laughs) the other, the other day I was, um, looking at the app on my phone for the scale. And I found this page where there's like a profile and it said, you know, your highest recorded weight. And that was like sometime around early March, uh, 2015 and then lowest recorded weight. And that happened to be that day that I was looking at it and I was like, wow, that's 26 pounds. Um, and it, it just was like, you know, it just happened. Um, so you lost 26 pounds in a year without noticing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess that's, I mean. <laughs> I mean, obviously there was intention around it. If you put it that way, it, yeah. But, yeah. Um, and, but, you know, it was, sounds like it was this slow, steady, uneventful occurrence. And you just looked up one day and, yeah. wow, wow. And I guess it, it kind of has to be that way, I think. You know, if, if this is something that you want to do, you know, I've got, 40, 50 more years left in me. And it's, it has to be a long-term, um, goal and commitment to, it has to be a lifestyle that a change that you want. I think it can't be whatever the latest fad diet is and, or to get ready for summer vacation. Um, absolutely. And I, I was just going to say the same thing. It doesn't sound like this is like, you're going to spring back and gain all that weight back anytime soon. Yeah, I hope not. It doesn't feel that way. Um, it actually, in a way, it feels like I'm just getting started, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which is much, much different than my experience in the past. Uh, like I said, I would I would go on whatever diet, and after six months at the most, usually by four months, I was like, oh, I can't. This this is terrible. I can't do it anymore. Or and maybe I'd suffer through it for a couple more months. Um, 
you know, and it's, it's funny because I wasn't do like when I was doing the paleo diet, it wasn't that different. Um, mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways, a lot of the types of foods that they, that, that, um, that are considered foods that you should eat are, are, are very good for you. Um, I learned, you know, I actually went to the farmer's market for the first time when I was into this whole paleo thing. And, um, but it was just something about the mentality and just the idea of having restrictions. Um, like I can't eat rice or I can't eat, you know, whatever. And it was just that, that that's, I think that's the biggest difference is, um, just feeling like I can eat whatever I want. Um, and sometimes I do, but most of the time, um, what I want to eat is not fast food or junk food or, you know, processed food. Amazing. I, I I really appreciate you saying that because you're totally right. Like, and people ask me about the paleo stuff all the time. And I'm like, you know, of all the diets, it's one of the least offensive because it's based on real food. They, you know, they really, really focus on that. I mean, but it's still a diet. It's still like you can't eat grains. You can't eat beans. You can't eat dairy. And that is a restriction mindset. And by the way, it also eliminates every cuisine on earth. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, it's hard. So I it's mean, like, how do you sustain that? I mean, you're always going to be uncomfortable yeah. eating anywhere outside your house. For sure. Yeah. And then that's exactly, that was exactly it for me. And, and that's why I don't think any diet has really worked long-term for me and probably not for most people. You know, some people like say have more, um, maybe they have a little bit more willpower and they can force themselves to do things, but most people, um, aren't that way. Mm -hmm. And so you need to find something that's going to work for you long-term. Yay. Yay for you. (laughs) Um, how how did your wife feel about all this? She's, uh, so yeah, um, my wife's had a pretty similar, um, a pretty similar experience. Um, she's, Obviously, we eat a lot. Most of our meals we eat together, um, and she's seen some pretty good um, results as well. And she started working out um, as well. So I think we both made um, some good changes. Um, you know, it. Uh, it she's definitely um, seen some results. I don't. I don't know. She's always. She's never really been a dieter. Um, mm-hmm. So she hasn't had maybe some of the same struggles that I have had. Um, and she's never, you know, she's, she's, um, she's not overweight and she never has been really. So, you know, um, lucky her. Yeah. (laughs) I'm jealous, but still she's seeing, she's sort of like, you guys are on the same habit track and still she's like toning up and yeah, yeah, eating better and stuff like that. Yep. For sure. She, you know, she, um, at at a certain point you can only eat so much fast food and junk food, but, um, (laughs) she, she hadn't quite packed on the pounds the same way, the same way that I had. Um, but she's definitely looking great. And I think, um, she's really enjoying the exercise part of it as well. So great. Well, congratulations, you guys. Thank you. It's been, it's been, uh, it's been fun and thanks for, you know, um, a lot of the stuff, came from from foodist for sure um so thank you yeah my pleasure do you have any uh parting advice for people who are maybe where you were a few years ago and you know still really struggling 
sure. figure it out uh, for themselves. Um, yeah, I, well, the hard thing, I think it is, it does come down to, you have to really want to make the change for yourself. Um, and so if you're not ready to do that, you you know, your results may vary. Um, but I think that, you know, everyone will get to a point where, where that happens, especially if they care about how they, how they feel and their health. Um, and the best advice is to just realize that it's, it's not going to happen overnight. It's something that's probably going to take, um, take a little while and to focus, um, focus on the long-term picture of it. Um, and, and try to find different motivations beyond, um, behind what you eat and what you, why you exercise. And the other thing is I would say, eat, make sure you eat breakfast. Um, hmm. that, <laughs> so, you know, one of the weird habits that I did pick up on, um, uh, during my journey was, um, intermittent fasting. Um, and I know you just recently published an article about this and I know there's some good, good, you know, there's, um, possibly some benefits that come from it. Um, I had started that basically cause I read somewhere, Hey, if you don't eat, eat for 16 hours, then you can eat whatever you want. Uh, the other, uh, you know, the rest of the day. And, um, really what ended up happening is it just got me in a really bad habit of not eating breakfast uh, yeah. for a long time. Um, and it wasn't about that anymore. And, um, that's a, that's a change that I've even stuck through a lot of this journey. Um, but recently in the last couple months, I've definitely started incorporating breakfast every day and, um, I've, I've had some good results from that. So I think I've probably lost like seven pounds in the last two months. And it feels like the only thing I've changed is just starting to eat breakfast. You're just eating more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, probably not. You're probably eating better throughout the day. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's what breakfast tends to do. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's a, it's a slow process, but you'll be surprised. It will, next thing you know, you'll wake up and you'll feel great and you'll, you'll be at your, at your goal weight, but it probably won't happen overnight. It didn't happen that way for me. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you, Roger. Congratulations on all of your success and for sharing your story. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Foodist Podcast. I'm Daria Rose. And if you're interested in upgrading your own health style, learning how to get healthy and lose weight without dieting and without all of the suffering that it brings, then head over to my website, Summer Tomato, and sign up for my weekly newsletter. When you sign up, you'll get a free starter kit that'll teach you the basics of how to start changing the way you think about food, health, and weight loss. You'll also get a free chapter from my book, Foodist, called The Myth of Willpower that explains the science behind why the no pain, no gain mantra of the weight loss industry is the absolute worst approach to getting healthy. So come over to Summer Tomato and sign up. We have a fantastic community and we would love, love, love to have you. Thanks for listening and I will see you next time.